0: السلام عليك زين سلام السلام يا عليك إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين وأصحابه الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإيايا بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوا la الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها ولا يثيب إلا عليها وأحسن يرحمكم الله إن رحمة الله قريب من المحسنين. All praise belongs to Allah, subhanahu wa taala, the One without pa- partner, the All-knowing, the All-wise, the most generous, the most merciful. Glorious is His Majesty. We bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is his final prophet and messenger. And that he was sent as a mercy to the worlds, and he came with complete and perfect guidance sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam And that he guided us to every good and he warned us of every harm and evil. And he left us on the straight path. And those who follow his way will always be on the straight path. And none veer from that way except that they bring upon themselves destruction. My beloved community, brothers, I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To have taqwa of Allah jalla Jalaluh, Taqwa. Which is the life of the heart, and it is the provision for the hereafter, and it is what we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with. And we are in special days, or very close to approaching uh, a special season, a season that the believer celebrates in his or her own way. And that is the season of Rajab and Sha'ban, culminating in the most blessed month of Ramadan. That these three months that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his wisdom and generosity he granted us. That they are really almost like a school and a program for spiritual progress for the believer. And each of these three months, the sacred month of Rajab, the noble month of Sha'ban, and the most blessed month of Ramadan, they all have unique qualities. But those who really seek to benefit from Ramadan... They prepare from Rajab and in reality the Sahaba they would prepare six months in advance. And they would maintain what they had, uh, the the routines and the acts of worship that they had in the month of Ramadan. They would maintain those for six months and prepare for six months for the upcoming Ramadan. And these are days where we really need to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that if we take advantage of this time, and one of the things that we've learned, especially in this past year, is not to take time for granted. Is that uh, everyone has an appointed time that they will leave this world. Not to take that for granted. One doesn't assume that everything is going to go very easily and smoothly. And people in uh, the most, you know, quote unquote, advanced societies in the world have been hit very hard with something that is microscopic and invisible, so we don't take time for granted. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the opportunity, we need to take advantage of it. And the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wa sahbihi wasallam said in a hadith narrated by Imam al-Tabarani, ala inna li rabbikum fi ayaami dahrikum lanafahat, truly your Lord has in the days of your year or in your days spiritual breezes. That there are seasons, there are special times, that if your heart is prepared, it will be pollinated. It will be pollinated and it will grow and it will fill with light and certitude and nearness to Allah. And then the Prophet ﷺ says, Ala <laughs> laha." Therefore expose yourselves to those breezes make yourself available and prepared and ready to receive those breezes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and inshallah tomorrow will mark the first of the sacred month of rajab and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the quran a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim inna 'iddata ash-shuhoori 'indallahi 12 shahran fi kitabillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees that there are twelve months. And this is ordained in Allah's book on the day when He created the heavens and earth. And then Allah Subhanahu wa tells us, four months of which are sacred. This is the upright religion, so do not wrong your own souls in these months. Allah tells us that there are four sacred months in the year. And they say that the month of Rajab is the singular sacred month. And the remaining three sacred months, they come in successive order. Dhul Qida and Dhul Hijjah and Muharram. They come back to back in successive order. But that Rajab is the singular sacred month, and the ulama they refer to the month of Rajab as Rajabul Asab, Rajab, the month that has the greatest outpouring of divine gifts and favors and blessings, and it is a sacred month. So Allah says, "Do not wrong your souls in these months," and we have to ha- take time, and we have to ask Allah for tawfiq, and but we have to. Ask Allah for tawfiq and take the means available to us to really hold ourselves accountable, to sit with ourselves. And it's actually quite frightening or it can be maybe not necessarily frightening, but it can be intimidating to sit with yourself and really look at who you are and really look at the areas that need to be improved, whether it's patience, whether it's the words that you choose, whether it's steadfastness, whether it's your iman needs to be strengthened, whether it's controlling and regulating what you look at, but really looking deep within yourself and taking stock, taking your, uh, yourself to, to account, having your own reckoning before you face a reckoning, as Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab counseled us to do, and that this is the time. Because this is the time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He opens up doors to make it easier and to make it even more effective for those who want to draw close to Him. So the ulama they recommend in these three months that are upcoming, the month of Rajab, followed by the month of Sha'ban, and then culminating in the most blessed month of Ramadan, they say to sow your seeds in Rajab, that you plant your seeds. And for those who've ever seen something grow, this really means a lot. So you plant your seeds in Rajab. You take that first and most important step and then you water those seeds in Sha'ban. And you start to realize that when you plant things, it's not quite automatic. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the wonders of His creation, you see how it occurs, but it still needs tending to. You water it. You try to remove any weeds and things that are getting in the way, which can be like bad habits or regressing into things that you committed not to do, you work on those things in the month of Sha'ban, and then they say, and then you taste the fruits and you take the harvest in Ramadan. So we want to be people, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq, that we take advantage of Rajab and Sha'ban so that when the month of Ramadan comes. You know, this isn't something that the ulama just say. This isn't something that we just hear from scholars and elders and righteous people. That you just accept and you say, okay, that's an unquestionable thing. I'm not going to really think about it too deeply and move on. When they say that, the Qur'an is the greatest miracle. Okay, what's the greatest miracle if I have on a test? The Qur'an. And that's the extent of our knowledge of understanding the miraculous nature of the Qur'an. If your heart is prepared the way that the scholars and the way that the Prophet taught us, so that you can actually be in a position to have the Qur'an open your heart. That's a totally different experience. Then you, will, you won't need any explanation and you won't need any book to tell you about the miraculous nature of the Qur'an. If you taste the sweetness of the Qur'an, you don't need lectures. You don't need discussions. You have tasted its reality or some of its reality and it's never ending. Because it's the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which is why Imam al-Haddad said that a person is not a true seeker of Allah until they find everything they're looking for in the Quran. We hear this, but we need to take the steps to experience it. And I'm reminding myself, but I've seen these people who are passionately in love with Allah's book, passionately absorbed in the recitation of the Quran, Those who would say even in their old age when all of their friends and family members were busy with their own lives and they were quote-unquote alone, they said as long as I have the Qur'an, I'm never alone. I have the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They experience those meanings, but a way that we prepare ourselves and we have to give ourselves to the Qur'an and we have to dedicate ourselves to the Qur'an and we have to continuously reading until this rust and this shell that covers our hearts, inshallah, with Allah's gentleness and tawfiq is cracked open. And the nur of the Qur'an, the light of the Qur'an, enters our heart. And then our love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will intensify. Our love of the one who received the Qur'an upon his most noble heart, sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, will intensify. And a person who experiences that, There is much less room for the shaitan and the nafs and the dunya to trick them and deceive them and to give them their false merchandise. Buy this, sell your deen and buy this. There will be no room for that, for someone who tastes the reality of the Qur'an. But the scholars say the way that you prepare for that is in the month of Rajab. And they say in the month of Rajab, you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. And this goes back to taking ourselves to account that we want to clean the slate. That we have uh, uh, sins and shortcomings from last Ramadan that have accumulated. We want to remove those and have a clean slate with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And remove all of the the dark spots that have covered our hearts through sins. Then the ulama say in the month of Sha'ban is... Abundantly sending salawat upon the Prophet and deepening one's commitment to him and love of the Messenger of Allah and connection to the Messenger of Allah. Why? For a number of reasons. One of which is the Qur'an was revealed upon his heart. You will not understand the Qur'an if you do not love the Prophet or we could say that in accordance with your love your understanding will grow because this is Allah's revelation to his beloved sallallahu alaihi wa wasallam and then the wird of Ramadan is the Quran and fasting and qiyam al-layl and people receive the people of Allah they receive great openings in Ramadan so we have to strive and work towards that and the first step in this sacred month of Rajab is repentance Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ And all you believers, turn back to Allah, repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all of you together, so that you may prosper. The result of tawbah is success. The result of tawbah is prosperity. So when you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness, that is success. Getting the job that you want or making a certain amount of money, that's not necessarily success. It might be good, it might not be good. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth, has defined uh, uh, the path to success as tawbah. It's turning back to him, jalla jalalu. And it's the way that we clean our hearts and purify our hearts from the filth of sins and being distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وآله he said on the authority of Sayyidina Abdullah Ibn Abbas, قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم من لزم الاستغفار جعل الله له من كل ضيق مخرجا. Whoever continuously holds to saying Astaghfirullah, asking Allah سبحانه وتعالى for forgiveness, seeking Allah's forgiveness, من لزم الاستغفار keeps it as a companion that they're always with. Then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will make a way out for him from every difficult situation. Min kulli and will make for every worry a relief. Allah will grant every worry that that person has. Allah will grant him a relief. and Allah will provide for him from where he never expected from where he never... man لزيم الاستغفار استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله and the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وآله وآله he would ask Allah's forgiveness 70 to 100 times more than 70 times 100 times a day and he صلى الله عليه وآله was معصوم he was protected he never sinned صلى الله عليه وآله وآله yet even the, the greatest of Allah سبحانه ta'ala's servants and the most beloved of creation use this as a means of drawing closer to allah that it is a means for success and it is the state of the servant with his lord brokenness and humility so this is the first step that we take in this blessed season that is upon us asking allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness making sure that we have a time every day where we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness whether we assign ourselves 100 or 200 or 500, whatever it may be, whatever you can do. It's not about necessarily the number, but that you uh, uh, you find something that you can do and you s- hold to it, you stick to it throughout this month of Rajab and you prepare yourself for the outpouring that Allah gives in this blessed month and then in this sacred month, and you start preparing for Ramadan. So that when Ramadan comes, the sweetness that you have in reciting the Quran in standing in tarawih, in your salah, in your sujood, in your fasting, it is greater than it was in previous years. Bi-ithni ta'ala. And we always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Wallahu <laughs> yaqulu wa qawluhu al-haqul mubin wa-idha quri' al-Qur'anu fa-istami'u lahu wa-ansituu la'alakum turhamun wa-qala tabaraka wa-ta'ala فإذا قرأت القرآن فاستعذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قل يا عبادي الذين أسرفوا على أنفسهم لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the translation of which is, say that Allah says, O my servants who have harmed your own selves, and that's dunub, sins. All of the problems that uh, we face, they stem from disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. O my servants who have harmed your own selves by your own excess, do not despair of Allah's mercy. Never despair of Allah's mercy. As long as we have breath, as long as we have life, we can turn back to Allah. Allah forgives all sins. He is truly the most forgiving, most merciful. BarakAllahu li wa lakum fil quran al-Azim. Wanafa'na bima fiihi min al-Ayati wa dhikr al-Hakim. Wa ajara'na min khizihi wa adabihi al-Alim. Aqunu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah al-Azim li wa lakum. Wa lisairil muslimin fa Innahu al al-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Hamdan Yuwafi, Niamahua Yu Kafi Uma Zida. Allah Humma Sali wa Salim Waberk wa Karri Ma'ala Abdi Kal Mustafa Saidina Muhammad wa ala ehi wa ashabihi ajmaen ama bad fayari badallah inni or se comapsia be takwa lah la ilaha illallah. So we should really however we decide, we should make a plan. And we should really tr- uh, just as if someone wants to get healthy or someone wants to do well on an exam, or someone wants to achieve a significant accomplishment in their lives, they have to plan it out. And they have to minimize distractions. They have to focus on the goal. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easier along the way until they accomplish that goal. So we have to prepare, whether it's taking five minutes a day for istighfar. Another thing that we can do to prepare for uh, the blessed month of Ramadan is to fast more regularly. Fasting the three white days, fasting Mondays and Thursdays, finding days that we can fast, and that also helps us transition into Ramadan more smoothly. We don't have to be of those people who say, oh, I'm so hungry, I'm hangry, and all of that. That we already prepared, and that we experience the sweetness of that ibadah. And obviously there still is a mujahada and even that is beautiful. And that we leave aside even one habit, just to identify something. What can I work on today, right now, and remove from my life? Distance it from my life, whether it's distractions or things that are displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What can I do more regularly? Making sure that I'm praying Witr and fajr, make sure that I'm praying my prayers on time. I'm not, not letting distractions get in the way. And that when we do that and we have a commitment and we achieve our goals, it sets us up for great gifts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the month of Ramadan. But we have to work for it now. And we can also begin, inshallah, when the month of Rajab enters, the dua of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi when he would say, Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa sha'ban. Ramadan. Oh Allah, bless us in Rajab and Sha'ban and allow us to reach Ramadan. And how many people were with us last year and they are not with us this year to experience Ramadan. So we take advantage of this opportunity. We don't assume that we have more time. Nobody knows. But we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq and when we treat it like it's our only opportunity, then we'll never regret it. We'll never regret the time that was lost we'll never regret the opportunities that were missed we treat it like it's our last time if we met allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this was this and we don't even have a guarantee that we'll reach ramadan that this was our last rajab or our last sha'ban or our last ramadan that we make sure that it is in a state that when we meet allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we are in a good state with him jalla jalalu that we love to meet Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves to meet us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those people. Ya akram al-akramin wa ya arhamar rahimin Wa akthiru manas salati wa salami ala al-bashir al-nadhir wa siraj al-munir Sayyidina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Fa inna allaha amarakum kum bi amrin badaa fihi binafsih Wa thanna bil malayikati al musabihati bi qudsih Wa ayaha bil mu'minina ta'mima فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى الخليفه من بعده المختار أنيسه وصاحبه في الغار مؤازر رسول الله في حالي السعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى من نشر العدل في الآفاق فاشتهر الذي رفع الله له القدر فيما أنزل على خير البشر حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى الناصح لله في السر والإعلان من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن محي الليالي بتلاوة القرآن ذي النورين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخ النبي المصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة وريحان نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهم الحوراء فاطمة البتون الزهراء وعلى خديجة الكبرى، وعائشة الرضا وأمهات المؤمنين، وعلى الحمزة والعباس، وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس، وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان، وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين، ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين، وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا الا غفرته ولا من إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ارحم أمة حبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم وفرج عنهم وأصلح شؤونهم ظاهرا وباطنا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ردنا والمسلمين إليك مرد جميلا يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم ادخلنا مدخلا صدق واخرجنا مخرج صدق واجعلنا من لا سلطانا اللهم بارك لنا في رجب وشعبان وبلغنا رمضان في احسن حال يا ارحم الراحمين oh Allah, we ask you most merciful and most generous just as you have allowed us to be at the doorstep of the sacred month of Rajab, that you bless us in the months of Rajab and Shaban, and you allow us to reach the month of Ramadan in the best of states, Ya Arhamar rahimin and that you make this month of Ramadan and the months preceding it, months of relief and alleviation and blessings for the Ummah of the Prophet Sallallahu and revival of the hearts and turning back to you in repentance and in obedience and in worship and in love, and that you spread beautiful character and beneficial knowledge, al arhamar Rahimin, And we ask you, Ya Allah, that you make this of the most blessed of months and seasons for the entire Ummah of your beloved Prophet. Sallallahu Alaihi wa and that you grant us openings in the Quran, Ya Akram al and openings in sending salawat upon your beloved Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and openings in istighfar and repentance and turning to you. Ya Arhamar Rahimin wa ya Akramal Akramin and we ask you ya Allah that you allow us to witness the spreading and the dissemination of the lights of guidance into the hearts of our brothers and sisters in humanity and that we see those who are in disbelief enter into beautiful belief and those who are in states of distance enter into states of proximity and nearness and honor and those who are in states of wretchedness and damnation into states of felicity and I- everlasting happiness ya arhamar rahimin and that we see light enter people's hearts and enter people's homes and enter people's faces and enter people's words ya akramal akramin wa ya arhamar rahimin and we know ya allah and we ask you ya allah that you make this reality firm in our hearts and in the hearts of our children and the entire ummah of the Prophet ﷺ that there is nothing more upright and beneficial and sound and beautiful than the sunnah of your beloved Prophet Muhammad ﷺ. And we ask you, Ya Allah, to beautify us with his sunnah inwardly and outwardly in all of our states and intentions and actions and words. Ya arhamar rahimin, wa ya akramal akramin, wa ya ajwadal ajwadeen. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين عباد الله إن الله أمر بثلاث ونهى عن ثلاث إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم وشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر